Welcome to a very special episode of Idiopod. I am TJ Stone. I'm joined here by my lovely wife, Amanda Stone. Say hi, Amanda. Hey. And we're doing something a little different in that we're going to, uh, Amanda and I, share some uh, Christmas holiday uh, stories and, and what what Christmas uh, means to us a little bit back and forth. And then later on in the episode, uh, Shane and his lovely wife, Janine, are going to do the same thing for you. So it's it's going to be a little more intimate uh, husband and wife conversations. Uh, so you get to know us and our dynamics a little a little bit more, the host behind behind the Idiopod, and uh, and get to know our wives a little bit better and, and kind of what this holiday season has come to mean to us. And so uh, getting started, Amanda, what has Christmas typically been to you in your story? I have always loved Christmas. Yes. Christmas is like just this like very joyous epic celebration in my family and we have lots of traditions that we've done yes fun traditions fun traditions but i also feel like um some spiritual practices that i feel like have been very grounding to my family over the years so um we always put up um the nativity together as a family we have this very special porcelain nativity set um, that my, I think my mom's cousin gifted her and every year we would put it up, um, piece by piece. My sister and I would alternate who got to put up which pieces. Um, and we'd read the Christmas story out of this really beautiful historic Bible. I'm not quite sure how that Bible came to be Looks really in old. my family, but it's like old and it just has some beautiful art in it. Yeah. Um, it's like one of these old classic like family Bibles where people would like record their genealogy and everything in it too. Um, And I've got to sit in on a few of those readings now. Yeah. So we would always start the Christmas season by setting up the nativity and reading the Christmas story. That was always the first decoration to get put up in our house over this the Christmas season. And didn't y'all used to compete about who got to put up baby Jesus? Yes. My sister and I had a, healthy sibling rivalry over <laughs> who got to put up baby Jesus. Cause what would happen is these porcelain pieces would be wrapped in paper towels and you can never quite know exactly mm. which pieces you were picking. It's like foreshadowing the present opening. So it was like, we would try to scope out the <laughs> size and shape of the wrapped pieces to figure out who, which one was baby Jesus. And you want to be the first one to get to pick that one. But then it was always a disappointment because the baby Jesus shape was also similar to like a calf. <laughs> so you could like pick what you thought was like baby Jesus. And then you're like unwrapping it, like so excited, thinking you're getting to get to put Jesus in the nativity. And then it's like this lowly cow. <laughs> so that, that was always a fun memory for me growing up. Um, but then too, um, we always would do like the Christmas Eve service, um, with candlelight, with silent night. And I was always beautiful and great memories. Um, and then somewhere along the way, we started always going to PF Chang's after the Christmas Eve service. So that became a big thing was Christmas Eve service, then PF Chang's, and then we'd go home 
and um, put on Christmas pajamas, which in the last decade has become matching family Christmas pajamas yes. that we get to open on Christmas Eve. Yes, I've, I've gotten to be a part of that as well. Um, and then we uh, put cookies and milk out for Santa and some carrots and celery for the reindeers. And um, then we also would always read Twas the Night Before Christmas, and we have this really fun pop-up book version. So my sister and I would get in our pajamas and snuggle up next to my dad on the couch, and he would read Twas the Night Before Christmas, and then we'd go to bed. And then I was always the first one to wake up on Christmas morning because I think my Christmas magic is just that much stronger than everyone else in my family. (laughs) Um, And so I'd be like super wide eyed and like, just like so excited to get the morning going. And then I generally have to kind of wake my sister up and she'd kind of be like, (laughs) um, yes, the Christmas force is strong with this one. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, especially in my childhood, my dad's thing was he always had to video us coming down the stairs to see the Mm. presents because Santa would always leave surprises that were unwrapped. Mm. And so he wanted to catch the look on our faces when we got to see like all of the presents around the tree and what Santa had brought us. And so that was always magical. And then what we'd always do is we'd start off Christmas morning by reading the Christmas story out of the family Bible. And then we'd do stockings and presents. And we'd always have sausage cheese balls, which are, like, amazing. They're very good. Very good. Um, Mess up my stomach, but they're very good. That detail was not necessary. (laughs) But it was just, yeah, I just have so many sweet memories of, like, Christmas with my family. And uh, I think one of my favorite memories about it was one year we were leaving the Christmas Eve service. And I saw this like red blinking light in the sky. And I was like, Rudolph is coming like right now. (laughs) I have to get into bed like ASAP. And like the urgency that I felt about needing to get in my bed was so strong that I told my parents like, (laughs) we have to get to home right now and I have to go to bed because Santa is almost here. I saw Rudolph. Was this before or after P.F. Chang's? Um, I think this was maybe before P.F. Chang's had become a tradition. Like we were literally walking out of the Christmas Eve service and I saw Rudolph in the sky Mm. and was just like, I have to get home. It was like an emergency. Um, So yeah, so that was fun. We sped home that night and I got all snuggly in my bed and was like ready for Santa to come. Yeah, so I just, I don't know. I love Christmas, and... Um, you get kind of like a little kid again. Yeah, like, it, it very much is like... I would say, like, my story um, is one where there wasn't a lot of... I don't want to say, like, a lot of joy. I, I was dealing with a lot of chronic health issues as a kid. Um, and I think, like, Christmas was, like, the one thing that I could, like, rely on every year to be this like happy joyous awesome occasion and like I think it just has become like just this like refreshing renewing like joy-filled experience for me and my story and like it's been hard I would say like it has been hard over the last several years as Christmas has shifted 
just by nature of, you know, me getting married and us moving all over the country and my sister getting married and them splitting time between two families. And, um, I definitely have had to come to a piece of celebrating Christmas, not on Christmas day, which was, I, I, it was hard initially. Like there were definitely some like hard feelings and strong emotions. The first year my sister told me she was not going to come home on Christmas. I remember. Um, but now you understand a little bit more. Yeah, I understand a little bit more. And I just think like that first time when things aren't exactly what you want and what you expect is always yeah. challenging. But I think, you know, now like I've come to an acceptance of it and we're starting to build our own traditions too. Like um, last year was the first year we got to put up a tree in our house. Like an actual full-size tree. We, we were doing the little, the little Charlie Brown Christmas tree with like the two, three foot deal. Yeah. And then like this year, my sister and brother-in-law are living in Scotland and they're not going to be able to come home for the holidays. So they're going to go do Christmas markets around, I think, Germany, which I'm excited for them. I think that'll be awesome. But because of that, my parents are now going to come to Nashville for Christmas and I'm going to get to host it. Which will be a first. At our house, which will be a first because I've always traveled to them for the holidays. Um, We're going to do like a Smoky Mountain cabin for part of it, which I think will be I've never done that over the holiday over Christmas. Yeah. Um, so I think there there are lots of cool things to look forward to. They're just different, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's more more of a shifting from from um, enjoying the traditions to enjoying just the people you're with and and being present and and you know realizing that you know it's it's more of it's more of that familial experience together than it is about what the day is or where you're at necessarily. I think for me at least. Yeah. So for me, um, I grew up as an only child. And so, uh, I was very much spoiled rotten with, with Christmas. And it was all about, me 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 what what's all the things i'm gonna get and you know i was a uh, flipping through the sears wish book when that was a thing when i was like really small kid for a number of years like that would come of course they never bought anything at sears but i i got to that was like one of the only ways before the internet you could you could see all the things that are out so you can know ahead of time what you're gonna want and then make all the lists. So I'd be looking at that thing like in June, July, around birthday time, already planning the Christmas list. And that was always fun, circling it and the marker and everything. And uh, so it's very much a indulgent present-getting season. Um, my parents never went overboard with, with a lot of the traditions. Like, we didn't have a lot of the stuff in place that, that you guys did. Uh, there was one year that I like set out cookies for Santa and that was a thing when I was like four, but then that just kind of dissipated. Um, I mean, we would go to like the, um, the church, whatever church we were at at the time, church Christmas, uh, was usually just a big nativity play type thing. When I was a baby, apparently I'm told I was baby Jesus in one of those, (laughs) And then later I was a shepherd. Uh, I never got a speaking role. <laughs> that was that was pre-acting days. And uh, yeah, 
a lot of the the stuff even even growing up around um the Christmas holiday season didn't ever actually happen on Christmas cuz I grew up with us opening like all but one present on Christmas Eve night and usually we would have the big family Christmas thing uh either on like the 23rd or Christmas Eve night and then we would go from it was, it was more often than not, it was Christmas Eve night, and we would all have it initially at my grandparents' house, and then when my grandfather passed, it was usually at one of my aunt's houses. And uh, we'd do that big whole family thing, then we would come home later, and then open presents at our house. So it was kind of a late, a late event. And then they would save like one or two extra special things for Christmas morning. But Christmas morning was more about playing with all the toys I got or whatever, just enjoying it more than the present opening thing. And so beyond that and like a church play, there wasn't a whole lot of tradition because my dad kind of got jaded with the Christmas season early on because he worked at a little local bank for 20 years and all, all of my growing up. And like the first or second year he was there, his boss asked him if he could put up some Christmas lights. And, uh, of course, my dad went all out and did a whole big to-do, and they entered into, like, the the towns. Uh, they had a competition for the best Christmas lights for a business, and then they won. So after that, my dad's boss just said, okay, this is your thing you do every year now. And <laughs> I saw every year... Uh, for the first few years, he, he, he tried to make it bigger and better until he kind of got sick of it because he had no help, and eventually he kind of sporadically would bring me in to help, and so I was like untangling hundreds of feet worth of Christmas lights sometimes in the cold, just trying to help Dad find the one that's that's out and replace it. So that was an interesting thing, and I do believe that probably shaped my dad's Got a little bit of the Scrooge syndrome. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny because when I married into TJ's family, I think there were a couple of years where we ended up at his parents' house on Christmas. Mm -hmm. And knowing how special Christmas is to me, his mom made her very, very best attempt to be in the spirit. Yeah of Christmas and make it special for me, which I really appreciate, but it's really funny because TJ after the fact was like, this is not at all what we do. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, I hope you realize this was all for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very much so. And you know, it's, it's hard because ha having experience now your whole big family, it's like a multiple day celebration with different sets of, and then like all the extended, aunts and uncles and cousins and you have really fun cousins and aunts and uncles and stuff and so when you get them all in one place and then you have the joy of Christmas and then you got silly hats and clothes and pajamas and all the things you know it's and it, funny white elephants and funny white elephants it's a whole different experience than I had ever really had and so I really enjoy seeing that and being a part of that I also like to see my parents too so you know, we've, we've learned over the years to try and kind of seesaw and make sure that we have 
typically I think we've managed to somehow have time for both mm-hmm. every year for Christmas. Yeah, and it's meant sometimes flying out like on Christmas morning. Yes. Like I think we did that a few years because flights are cheaper on Christmas Day yeah. than they are any other time around there. So it would be like I'd wake up and like have Christmas morning a little bit at my parents' house and then we'd fly to Nashville and do the rest of Christmas with TJ's family. Yeah, which which can be exhausting, but but you know, sometimes that's you you do what you have to do when when both sets of parents live a couple thousand miles away from each other in two different states and neither of them are the one you're living in. Although we are fortunate in that now, you know, Austin is like a two hour direct flight from Nashville. So it's yes. really not as bad as it and we're could in, be. And we're in the town where my parents are now. So that's, I mean, that's the best version of that. When we were out of state, it was... Yeah, when we were out of state, that was really difficult to balance. Yeah. But one cool thing about being out of state is that we have started making it a thing where we collect Christmas ornaments from every cool place we visit. That's true. And so we have this whole cool collection of Christmas ornaments that I'm very excited to get to put on our tree. And I was so excited last year when we finally put up a big tree and I got to put up some ornaments. But I think some of them still had kind of been lost in the move. Yeah. So I think I've now like located the rest located i think the rest of them so this will be like the first year to really get to put up like the full collection yeah which i just think is gonna be so nice yeah and tizzy loved the tree last year with what we did get to put up (laughs) she she liked to fight the the low hanging the cat yes (laughs) yes she uh she really enjoyed laying under the tree and trying to to eat the tree it's a fake tree so she probably shouldn't be eating the fake tree but and bad at the, the low-hanging uh, Yes, ornaments. you have to be very careful about which <laughs> ornaments you put on the lowest levels. Yes, yes. It's like having a, a small child mm-hmm. who can jump very high. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's kind of... So what are you looking forward to most this Chris, Christmas season? Well, I feel like I've already kind of touched on it. I really just feel like it's that, like, being able to make my home feel like Christmas and be able to like host my parents really for the first time. Like, I just think that's really cool because they've gone out of their way so many times for us as far as hosting goes. So I just think like it's, it's cool to kind of be in that space and we'll host your parents over here too, I'm sure. So it's just gonna. To actually have a home that's not an apartment and a full size tree and space to actually accommodate people. It's kind of nice. Yeah. So not, not living in someone else's house or a one-bedroom apartment. And getting to have my cat on Christmas. Yeah. If you haven't figured this out by now, every episode that I've been on here, I've talked about our cat because our yes. cat is like my baby. Yes. And when we've had to travel, we've had to, you know, have people watch her because yeah. it's <laughs> it's not a fun scene trying to travel with the cat. And the cat carrier and and drugging her to (laughs) just make her not be a nervous wreck. But she just loves being around people and she loves getting her snuggles and her head rubs. And so it's going to be really fun to be able to be here on Christmas this year and spoil the cat and have other people around too. Yeah, this will actually, I hadn't thought about that, but this will be the first time we actually get to do that with the cat in our own home. Yeah. And it'll be really cool too, I think 
now that you know journey has become more of our home church to be able to do like christmas eve yeah because we're never here there. for that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that i think we caught cool. one or two christmas eve services like when we were like flying in to see your parents yeah. on christmas yeah we've seen two i think um but it's cool to be able to experience that yeah yeah, so I'm, I'm actually looking forward to all the same things. I don't have much news in that way. Um, my school was doing uh, some kind of Christmas pageant thing that I've, I've been volunteered to sing in, and we haven't practiced for that yet, so that should be interesting. Uh, I, I'm the only guy singing, so i got to hold down the, the bass for some cr- Christian... Christmas standards like Oh Holy Night or something like that. I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out hopefully before the day. But uh, yeah, so that's that's Christmas in a nutshell for us. And uh, uh, stay tuned here in a sec and hear from our buddy Shane and his wife Janine what Christmas is all about for them. Welcome to a very special holiday, uh, this time being Christmas holiday episode of the Idiopod podcast. I am Shane Glover, and uh, today we are in my home, and TJ is not with me. Instead, we have got the amazingly talented Janine Glover. Hello. Yes. What an honor. That's a nice introduction. What an honor to have you here today. And uh, if you notice, her last name is the same as mine. Hmm. We are related by law, I suppose. Mm-hmm. We're married. <laughs> we're married. Um, and it's, uh, we're going to get into Janine's story in a, in a later podcast, and you will not want to miss that. Uh, but today, we just wanted to talk a little bit about Christmas. It's, uh, as we record this today, it's the first week of December. Uh, we are in our home, which is, which is, I would say, uh, unchallenged by many other homes in terms of decoration. Uh, Janine has a real eye for um, beauty and decor, and so our house looks amazing right now. And as you listen to this, uh, it should be the week of Christmas. How you feel about that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to say to that. Well, it's okay. <laughs> we, our family really, honestly, all five of us, um, that would be the two of us and our three kids who are age 20, almost 18 and 15. Um, we all love Christmas. Yes. And, uh, and so this is an awesome time of year for us. We love it. We hope you love it just as much. I know there's different, different people have different stories and backgrounds and baggage about what Christmas can mean, but uh, we really, really love it. And, and so we, we are in a time of year right now that is actually and honestly one of my favorites. Yeah. And I always feel like it goes too fast. It does. It's already going too fast. I know. We get to go to Buffalo this year, which we're pretty excited about. Um, haven't been there in a minute. And so we'll be spending some time with her family. 
Um, but today we just wanted to have just a little fireside chat, uh, although we don't have a fire. Uh, hopefully you do. Uh, just to just to say, hey, this is what Christmas has meant to us over the years. This is what it still means for us, and uh, just have this conversation. Maybe it'll spark a conversation with you and and uh, the people you love. So let's start with the early days. What was Christmas like growing up in the George household? Well, my parents have always done Christmas pretty big, um, from my recollection. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, always had a tradition of going and getting a tree uh, that that we went had got a real tree. Yeah, that is, and um, we, you know, decorated a ton. And um, it's funny. I actually think my I always remember my dad doing a lot of the decorating. Mm. I mean, I'm sure my mother was doing it too, but I remember my dad specifically doing that and putting stuff outside. And he always had a sign up outside that said, "Wise men still seek him." Oh yeah. And um, my mother had a big Santa Claus that um, was made out of, I don't know, like cloth maybe, very vintage from my grandfather that she still hangs up today that we're all going to fight over eventually yes, because I it's love that piece. really cool and probably worth would be worth a lot of money. Um, but it's just a unique piece. And, um, and then, of course, I mean, the tradition of the day, we definitely have a routine of how we did Christmas morning. Mm. which my father always sat down and read Luke 2. And uh, we prayed and um, just kind of reflected on the year. And then we would go around and take turns opening gifts. And and that was pretty much it. I mean, then later on in the day, it was celebrated with relatives and food and uh, more gifts, really. And uh, one one thing I remember that I don't even know if you would remember this, but when my grandfather was alive, he would... For years, he would bring us these lifesaver boxes yeah, I of got candy. Them. Yeah, From and Grandpa and for years he would he would probably he didn't have a lot of money, but he would put maybe five dollars or ten dollars mm-hmm. in them. And we always I just remember always looking forward to that. Partly I loved the candy, but then I knew there was a little something else in the the box of candy, so that was always sweet. But well, it was um, almost like a uh, Christmas scene. In this box, you yeah, open almost up. like a book. Yeah, it was you like open a book it up of like, lifesavers, four rolls of lifesavers yeah. or something in there. Yeah, and it was just—it's funny how something so little and that wasn't this expensive gift really was meaningful. Yeah, and um, of course, as he got older and couldn't do that, you know, that was—I don't know—it was just kind of a bummer because it felt like the end of an era. But um, it was sweet, and it makes me actually think now that's something I would like to carry on some sort of a tradition mm. like that. Now I don't know if. Our grandchildren would appreciate five or ten dollars down down the road, <laughs> but maybe usually most kids appreciate candy anyway, um, especially if it's something they know they're going to get each year. Oh yeah. So um, I would say uh, you didn't ask me this, but I would say one of the traditions that we've done with our kids is um, well, and actually I did this with my family too, is making homemade Christmas cookies mm-hmm. and you know cutting them out and frosting them, and of course we've done that with our kids also and. We somehow started with the tradition of doing them while White Christmas was on, but right. what we didn't really realize is then we were always missing watching White Christmas. Uh, right, it was more in the background. Yeah, so we're, we're thinking we need to actually make a point to watch that this year. Um, but that's one of our favorite Christmas movies is White Christmas. And so you grew up in Buffalo, New York, and went to, your dad was on staff mm-hmm. at one of the largest 
evangelical Christian churches in Western New York. Right. And so you guys had maybe a a particular tradition growing up as well at the church. Right. I forgot about that. That uh-huh. was a big tradition. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you how many years, but the that was one of the things I looked forward to the most every Christmas season because it was pretty much the whole month of December right. almost. We would do um, like 14 performances and they look different every year um but it was we acted in them we sang in them we i remember being a shepherd and holding a live sheep mm-hmm. um and it would be televised yes it would be televised and but it was such a family experience because not only was the whole family usually involved but we had so many it was friends from school friends from church we all it was just something everybody kind of knew was going to happen every year. So we spent all this time together, and it was so much fun, and it just became a part of the mm. whole Christmas season. And and um, when that ended, that was kind of a and bummer I, also. I don't know if you said this. It was called the Living Singing Christmas Tree. Yes, the Living Singing Christmas Tree, which I know other areas have done something like yeah. it, um, different versions. But, yeah, it was a pretty big – like even to this day when I bring it up, if I'm in New York, people say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was I went to that. Or Oh, yeah, whether they went to the chapel or not, everyone knew what that was. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely something people got tickets for and made a special um, plan to go see it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And it was cool because our firstborn baby girl mm-hmm. got to be uh, baby Jesus in it when she was born 20-some years ago. Yeah. 20, 20 years ago? Yeah. 20-plus um yeah so that was special it would have too. been 20 years ago would it be this, this year i would imagine she would have yeah because like she was months three old. months old right yeah 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 I, I was uh i did not have that tradition growing up in indiana but uh we were able i was able to experience that a few times uh once we were married and they don't do it anymore right but um i loved it i thought it was it just again just added to my whole experience of Christmas which I love already and so um, I was I was glad to be able to experience that before they stopped doing it yeah it was pretty special for me growing up I grew up in uh, near Indianapolis Indiana and um, our basic tradition was so so I grew up with me my younger brother and then we had um, two cousins who were kind of we were all intermingled, like within four years. We were all born within four years, and so we grew up together. Um, and so Christmas Eve, we always did um, like a dinner and then gifts at my grandmother's house on Christmas Eve, like that night. And uh, that was something I always looked forward to because it was like my my mom's whole side of the family. Um, uh, sometimes. Other family members who lived out of town would come. That'd be awesome. Uh, but we we always uh, I have very vivid gifts of opening certain presents and things like that on Christmas Eve, uh, and then Christmas morning, of course, the the four of us in my immediate family would have our Christmas morning when Santa had come, obviously, um, and we'd open stockings and all this. That was our. I remember that being our tradition, and I I loved it growing up. Saying it now, it seems pretty simple, I guess. Well, I I have to mention our Christmas Eve, too, because I didn't mention that. I will say, of course, our Christmas Day was significant with our own family, but Christmas Eve was huge for us because 
of my aunt Sally, yeah. who is not with us anymore, but she really was 10 years older than my dad, so was really like a grandmother to us um, for many years before she had her own grandchildren. And she made, we just always knew we were going to Aunt Sally's house mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. And my uncle had a train that went around the tree, and um, they, I don't know, I, it's funny, I mean, I guess because I was a kid, I, 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 to this day, remember um, that I swore I saw something in the sky that sure night on the way home. And we would come out of like a Christmas Eve service and it would just be so much snow, you know, pouring down and we'd be on our way driving there and you just knew you were going to eat really good and she was going to maybe give you a sweater you hated <laughs> or <laughs> really that was ugly, but you would always act like you loved it. And, Loves. And, uh, and she did buy us some some stuff we did really love, but um, we as we got older we would laugh and kind of look at each other like oh this is yeah this is cute. But um, it's a tr- it's a tradition that you loved and it had nothing yeah. to do with gifts really. Right, right. Which is funny because as a kid you don't typically think that way, and then as you get older you realize what was the most mm-hmm. important part. But after she's after she passed away, it's never really been the same in my opinion. I mean, I'd like to say. <laughs> I'd like to say it's the same, but for me, it's not the same. Obviously, once we had our kids, we've tried to create our own traditions Mm -hmm. and, of course, memories with them. It just, of course, it feels different as an adult, too, than it did as a child. It was very magical as a kid. And it's magical through your kid's eyes, of course. Um, But, yeah, that was, that always started our whole Christmas um, Eve morning experience and was always extra special with her. Do you have any... uh a gift or a couple gifts that stand out to you that you, you vividly remember getting and opening? I remember, um, opening or well, not opening really. I think my parents came in with a 10 speed bike that I remember oh, I couldn't wait to get. Yeah, That was exciting. And then, um, I remember, I actually remember these Navy blue Nikes that what's funny is our youngest Layla has a pair of the exact same style mm-hmm, now. Of course that I just remember was a big deal to get because they probably weren't cheap at the time, and that was, like, my big gift. Um, And and I don't remember that we got many gifts like we would probably try to do today. Um, It was usually, especially as we got older, we probably wanted things that cost more. But um, Mm -hmm. those were two things that I feel like stand out to me. It's bad. I feel like I can't remember um, a lot of things, other things. Yeah, we. uh, so we're both... uh, children of parents and ministry and so um not typically known for raking in the big bucks (laughs) um now i had a little bit of a a leg up on you because i just it was just me and my brother right whereas you there were four of us you guys had four of you trying to make everyone happy yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah i'm i'm the same way we i don't i don't recall like an over my parents may have a different version of this but I don't recall being like this over this crazy amount of gifts but um one thing I remember is uh I don't know why this sticks out so much there was a there was a uh, cartoon and toys and things called mask and it was I mean G.I. Joe ish it wasn't like a military thing but it was something like that and I got this huge it was like a it was like a, almost looked like a parking lot and a gas station, and it had a boulder 
that you could release and it would fall, come down and I think I remember that. all this stuff. And it was the most, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And then, um, as I got a little older, Michael Jordan was, was huge. And so I remember one year, my brother and I both got air Jordan, like big winter coats. Um, I remember getting like a pair of air Jordans, which was a big deal. I mean, yeah. for uh, a pastor's kid to get a hundred dollar pair of, of sneakers was kind of a big deal. So, yes. Um, those stick out in my mind. And th- that's really the meaning of Christmas. What, your gifts? Yeah. Mm, really, I'm sure it really was awesome to you as gifts. a kid. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, uh, but it is funny how certain things, for whatever reason, stick out that you remember getting. If I thought more about it, I'm sure I could come up with, come up with a few more. But uh, for whatever reason, that mask one, I'm, I probably need to dig into that. Like, why does that stick out so much? I have no idea. Hmm. I really don't. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we always uh, made a big deal about Christmas. And so that's kind of filtered down. Uh, we always made a huge deal with our kids, uh, especially when they're little, but still today, uh, w- with Christmas and yeah, the tricky part was that we lived away from our families. So we always had to travel. So when they were little and Santa of course was coming normally on Christmas morning, mm-hmm. we, we would change it up and be like we'd have to we would do we would always do our christmas with just the five of us before we went out of town because i always wanted that to be unique and special and have our own time and i was always bummed we never got to do it at our own house christmas morning except for maybe once um but i would wrap i would have to wrap the kids gifts from santa with different wrapping paper and write differently on their um oh by the way i i don't imagine any kids are listening to this but right. parents, if they are, make just, sure they're you know, not. Maybe pause it. Yeah, we don't want to ruin that. But um, yeah, so I would do separate wrapping paper and write in different handwriting. And I mean, it was stressful in some ways because there were so many things like that I had to remember. And and of course, you're trying to remember gifts, and then you're traveling and you're packing and doing all this stuff. So we would plan a day we were going to do our own Christmas, and then we a lot of times we'd go out to eat or do something, and I'd say, okay. I'll quickly leave stuff in front of the fireplace. We'll go eat and then we'll come back and say, Oh my gosh, Santa came. He brought your gifts early because he knew mm-hmm. we were going out of town. You made lots so, of exceptions for us. Yes. We, there were so many things. I don't, I'm sure we said it different ways, but there were so many times we had to say like, Oh no, he knew we were going to be here. So he brought them here. And, and we, sometimes we traveled with them and other times I just did it ahead of time, but it was pretty cool to see how excited they would get. And, We never lied to them. We always just created just that Santa, you know, this kind of what they knew about Santa, the fantasy of it and the fun of it and the dream world of it. But um, they they believed for a long. Of course, I still say I still believe. So Mm -hmm. and after watching the Polar Express, I think we all still feel that way. Well, when they started to get to that age where then maybe they were hearing stuff at school, they would. I remember a couple times with a couple of our kids say, "Um, is Santa real? And mm-hmm. so I remember consciously not saying, of course he's real. No. But would I would say, just what say, do what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, like, do you think? Answer the question with what a question. What do you believe? Yeah. Then, well, I think he's real. And I say, well, that's great. Yeah. Well, um, we didn't want to ruin it for them too early. And we wanted them to have that, the dream world of it for as long as they could. And you know what? I would not change that because yeah. I think it was so special for right. them. And, and I don't think they would... I don't think they would wish we did it differently. No, either. and we didn't have 
none of our three kids had this. I don't like, think they were traumatized. Meltdown when they found out. Uh, it just we didn't have that experience. Yeah. Um, which is good, but yeah, it's, it was. We have a lot of good stories about making Christmas a big deal, and of course, there's always the uh, the story of oh no, Ava and Holden have 15 gifts each, but Layla has 14. What are we gonna do? <laughs> And then I literally would make checklists. I still yeah. do to this day to make to make sure, and not because you're ever trying to give one more than the other, but some ask for more expensive gifts, right. and some don't. And but you still want it to look right. even where somebody doesn't have this huge pile, and the it's other like, well, one doesn't. Well, you got one less gift, but you got an iPod. So <laughs> right, right. But there's a lot of work that goes into that, and yeah. I have to say, as a mother, let's just be honest. We usually do the majority of the gift. Wrapping, shopping, mm-hmm. list making, etc. And uh, we always tease my mother because every year she comes <laughs> comes into the living room mm. saying, "Oh no, wait! There I is, forgot. There's another one. There. Wait, hold on." And I found now in the past couple of years, I think I've started to do that. Oh shoot! Wait, mm-hmm. I um I may have put that somewhere else. Well, it's like that scene in Christmas Vacation when Clark is up in the attic and finds some old dusty wrapped present up there from who knows oh, gosh. when the lord knows how many did. we'll oh, find my. one day in oh, my yeah. mother's house i'm, I'm sure, sure. we'll go oh i wondered sure why i never it. got that oh my goodness <laughs> um but yeah so we we from whether it was the gifts or um we have a a hand a plethora of christmas movies that we like to watch christmas music mm-hmm. that we listen to I'm I'm a little probably over the top of really everyone in our family. Maybe just a little over the top with it. Um, I feel like I did a good job this year. I, I really didn't venture into any Christmas music until after Halloween. Right. Well, yeah. And, and I, then even in November before Thanksgiving, it was just here and there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty full, full bore now with the Christmas music. Yeah, I just don't ever want to take the specialness out of it, and yeah. I don't want to get sick of it by the time December 20th comes. Yeah. So I'm trying to... Well, in my mind, I feel like Thanksgiving and, and Christmas are connected. Yeah, just well... Just because I, more, can, I can listen to Christmas music and absolutely celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, it's no big deal. But to, I feel no like that's become a thing in the past 10 years, even in Maybe. the stores. I don't remember that as a kid that oh, yeah. Thanksgiving and Christmas were practically combined right. and people had their trees up already. Of course, I grew up with us getting a real tree, so we probably didn't get a real tree till closer to the middle of December because oh, we figured sure. it would die or whatever. I think my parents still don't get a tree till around early, like the 10th of December or something. Oh, that definitely um, was not a thing growing up. No. Like, take down your spider webs and, and pumpkins and put up the Christmas tree. Like, that it's was definitely just not all. A thing gotten advanced i feel like through the years that's i guess why i feel like wait 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 i want to enjoy thanksgiving and then i want to enjoy christmas but i do feel like it goes too fast you've got hallmark starting christmas movies like before halloween that's a little weird i think yeah crazy i mean it's exciting although it does do a little something to me but i'm like i can't watch one yet (sighs) but we do love hallmark movies even me even me fellas he I sure does. He loves the happy ending, I guess. You know oh, is that, exactly, an, is that inappropriate, what well, I just said? Well, it is, and <laughs> I was trying to go past it. Uh, <sighs> we, uh, we know how every storyline is going to end up. <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with, this is not a mystery. Mm. This is not going to win an Oscar. We, we get it. But there's just something 
special about the whole thing. Just makes you feel warm and thing. fuzzy. Yeah. That's the point. Yep. Um, so that, that would be something that today some of our traditions would be um, Hallmark movies, all, all the staples of movies that we like to watch, the music, uh, making Christmas cookies like you said. Um, and I then started to make some candies. Mm-hmm. Here and there, yeah, and drinking eggnog as you're doing right now. I am drinking a glass of eggnog as we speak. Isn't that cute? So good. Yes, and we actually have uh, the other thing we've started to do in the past few years when we've had the space. Now that we're in a bigger house instead of an apartment like we were for a season, mm-hmm. we have three trees up: one real and two fake, mm-hmm. and it just makes it that much more Christmassy. The real tree is really. There were a couple years we didn't get one. And yes, it's maybe in a practical way, nice and clean to not get one. But man, the the smell and the... It's not the same. See, and your parents bought us a fake tree when we first got married, Mm -hmm. what, 21 years ago? And so we would put that up every year. And I remember being like, wait, what? A fake tree? Because of course, I didn't Mm -hmm. grow up with that. But then I guess I just decided, eh, we won't spend any money. We'll do the fake tree. Yeah. And then it actually wasn't until we bought our first house that our that tree broke, and then we started buying a real tree. That that was the year we that had that, that tree until we until yeah. So so which was what seven nineteen ninety eight that seven years ago until two thousand twelve. <coughs> we had that yeah. tree. Yeah, it lasted a while, wow. and it was like a hundred dollar Walmart tree. Good for I think. us. So yeah, good for us. Packed keeping that well. thing together. Um, so yeah, we have we go all out. We have probably. I'm guessing about 12 bins. Probably. 10 to 12 bins of Christmas decorations. And that's just in recent years because we yeah, we've added. had to build we've up added to here that and there. a bit. But um, ho- hopefully from this conversation you're getting that we just love Christmas. And um, I think it, it really is, uh, I think it goes without saying that we know that this holiday is really about celebrating the birth of Jesus. We get that. Of Hopefully, course. that's a given. Of course. Um, but we really do just love the spirit of the whole thing, uh, the spirit of giving, the spirit of um, just kind of unity. It feels like there's a there's a spirit of unity among everybody this time of year. Extra love and yeah. family and coming together. Maybe yeah. just a little bit nicer. Yeah. To people, um, and so we just wanted to jump on here this uh, this week and kind of share some of our Christmas traditions. Maybe it'll spark a conversation with your family about uh, what your traditions have been or what they are, or things you enjoy about this time of year. Um, we want to say thank you so much for uh, listening as, as we venture out into this new thing for us, this, this podcast. And so thank you so much for listening. And uh, we would love to hear from you um, via our all of our different avenues if you idiopod.com have a very merry christmas and a happy new year merry christmas